hey, it's Dave, and you know I'm not a fan of pre-rolls, so the fact that I'm doing one, you know this is important, and it's time-sensitive, because March 21st at 5.30 Eastern, myself and my favorite book guru, Thomas Umstadt Jr., are doing a webinar on book launch secrets. And if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch, you'll learn more about it. But I just wanted to get this in here because that's right around the corner. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. Today on the podcast review show, we're checking out the Readily Random podcast at readilyrandom.com. Welcome to the podcast review show hosted by radio veteran Eric K. Johnson from podcasttalentcoach.com and Hall of Fame podcaster Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Dave and Eric help you identify those things you are doing right so you can do more of those and lose those things that don't deliver value to your audience. Join in on the conversation at podcastreviewshow.com. Hey, I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. Welcome to the Podcast Review Show. Eric, who do we have with us tonight? Dave, tonight we are talking to Larry Roberts from Readily Random Podcast. Larry, thanks for being here tonight, bud. Hey, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Tonight we're going to go through your podcast. We're going to pick it apart. And we're going to make you cry because that's what we do here on the show. We're evil. Oh wait, bring it on. I got a handkerchief right here. Oh wait, that's that's not this episode, Dave. No, Dang that's it. it's a different show. <laughs> Shoot, yeah, oh, we could see, we get them confused. Yeah, Larry's website ran, uh, readilyrandom.com. Uh, what got you into podcasting? Well, I hate to say Joe Rogan, but it was Joe Rogan. Honestly, um, I was already doing a little bit of work in the voiceover industry, and I always wanted to be more creative with my voice. And I saw the path through voiceover could potentially be there, but it was going to take a lot longer than I'm, I'm 47. You know, I don't, I don't have 10, 15 years to invest before I can start doing the cool stuff. So a friend of mine introduced me to podcasts and that led to listening to Joe to listen to some of his comedic friends and the things they were saying with no filter was so awesome. <laughs> it was spectacular. I mean, I'm raised in the eighties. Sam Kinison is my favorite comic ever. So, you know, they were saying things that would make Sam Kinison blush. And I was like, this is what, it, this is for me right here. Right. This is gonna be good stuff. So I've done a little stand up, a little open mic type stuff. And, Anyways, the very first podcast was a um, comedy podcast. Uh, it ran for about 150 episodes, and I took it to internet radio, even took it to a live stage show that to this day is still a open mic night at a club here in North Dallas. So I uh, founded the open mic and did that with the previous podcast. And then I had to walk away simply because it's in a bar and I got sober six years ago. So it wasn't conducive to me maintaining sobriety. So that was for you. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So I started readily random in an effort to kind of tell stories and tell recovery stories and motivational stories and inspirational stories. Um, Of course, I wanted to share my story as much as I could. So there are some early episodes that, that feature that. And I'm not saying I wouldn't feature those types of stories today. Uh, they're just not as, as prevalent as they once were in the earlier episodes of the podcast. And I just, I kind of felt like I was just saying the same thing over and over and over again. 
Now, I know the show's called Readily Random. Is there a, a common thread that goes through all of the guests that kind of ties them all together, something they have in common? Well, entrepreneurship is where it took off, I'd say, in the early 20s uh, of the episodes. I need to look back exactly and see where I started making that transition. But entrepreneurship, business, success, motivation, uh, those types of stories are what I focus on now. Okay, fantastic. All right, well, let's... uh kick off the beginning of the show here. Hey, what's happening, everybody? I'm Larry Roberts, and this is another episode of the Readily Random Podcast. Hey, you could be larger than life, bigger than the world, living out the hopes and dreams of every boy and every girl. You know, I, I realize, man, I've been absent to a certain degree. I've been putting on best ofs and just trying to keep the show going, keep content coming at you. And uh, doing the best ofs was an opportunity for maybe some of the newest listeners to realize what they're missing out on if they don't go back and listen to some of the first episodes, because some really good stuff may not be quite as polished as I am today, because I'm all pro now that we're (laughs) nearly 100 episodes in, but uh, still great content. All right. So we're going to stop there. And the the teacher in me, I've had classes that have gone horribly wrong because I didn't set up the class right. And for me, Eric, what's the show about? I don't know. But he's got some good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And and if you miss the old stuff, that's even gooder stuff. So check that out. So uh, I, I quote Eric's line all the time. Nobody gets on a bus unless they know where it's going. And I, I don't know if you've ever Lately, I've been doing a lot of traveling, and I got to the airport, got to my gate, and they went, oh, we switched the gate. It's now way down there. And I got there, and they hadn't switched the backdrop to say, yeah, this is the one to wherever. And so there was a time when I was like, okay, I'm I'm in the right gate, but that, like, I was really nervous because I didn't know where I was going. So the the thing is, got to remember, Eric and I are first-time listeners, Mm -hmm. and you started off the show with an apology. And I always tell people... Apologies are great because it, it shows you care and you you feel like you let your audience down because in case you, you had a legit reason too your your voice was gone. Kind of hard to do a podcast without a voice. And I would say if you want to do those, do those at the end because that's where the super fans are. They're still listening. And when you put them at the front, it's just like, you know, it's a it's a weird first impression. So, Eric, I'm hogging the mic. Anything else that uh, you thought of here? <laughs> I, I love the energy at the beginning. Yes. You know, we come out of the box like throwing punches. It That was had a little tinge of Gary V to it. Like it was it was uh, you were ready to rock and roll, which I loved. I love that you were passionate. Like it to me, it felt like you couldn't wait to get back in the saddle and get on the mic and, and rock it again. I didn't know the that most of the previous episodes were best of because I'm a new listener. I'm a first time first time caller, long time listener. Uh, you know, didn't have any idea. So starting off there, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize we were in best of mode. But I, I felt like the 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 show needs an introduction. Like, who is the po- what's the podcast all about? What's the gist of it? And that's why I asked you a little earlier. What's that common thread that that goes through all of your guests? If that's who you're talking about, if it's uh, inspirational stories from entrepreneurs and authors and and the like, then let's set that up at the beginning. So I kind of know where we're going and what I'm getting into. Uh, Because 
we go from interviewing entrepreneurs to talking to an author and a teacher on this particular episode, or, you know, I, I think she's a teacher. The, it was just kind of, it was kind of all over the road and it took me a minute to kind of get my arms around it. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I have in my note, in, in my notes, I have at, at the 18 minute mark, I was like, Oh, we are talking education. Cause <laughs> there was a whole part where I'm like, wait, who's what the thing? Well, we, well, here, let me, well, let me just read the description here. It says, uh, readily random is a podcast open, by, hosted by Larry Roberts featuring a random in capital letters selection of interesting and insightful interviews with motivators, entrepreneurs, survivors, athletes, podcasters, bloggers, and more. The goal is to readily remind each listener through stories of success, recovery, and inspiration that you too can be larger than life. So that's, that's kind of where we're headed. Love that. Put that right at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Like do that as copy then. Yeah. Don't assume I've been over to your website and read that. I just pulled it up on my phone and, and hit play and we're all of a sudden talking to somebody and I'm like, what, what am I, what have I gotten into? Most people find out about podcasts via word of mouth. You know, I say, Dave, have you checked out readily random yet? Check out that podcast. Dave pulls up his phone, searches readily random in his podcatcher, hits play and we're off and running. Like he doesn't know anything about it other than the fact that I say, Larry interviews some really cool people. Check it out. You'll, I think you'll really like it. And so at the beginning of the show, what your introduction does is it tells newbies like me, here's what the show's all about. And it tells your longtime fans, hey, you're in the right spot. Yep, this is, we're still doing what, what you know and love and what you came to get. That's what you're going to get. If I have to sit around and try and figure out what the show's about, I'll give you maybe two or three minutes to tell me. And if I still don't know, I'm going to look for something else. I don't want to invest an hour of my time to find out I, I was in the wrong spot. So I would take, I think what you have there on your website, the description of the show is solid. Put that right at the beginning. That tells everybody you're in the right spot. Yeah. Fair enough. And then the next thing, once, once you introduce your show, the next thing is to introduce, what are we talking about today? That way your listener can decide if they want to stick around or not. And so here's the introduction of your guest. Today, I have someone with me that, I found out about actually that she was pitched to me from an agency and I thought, man, I'm not real big on, on agencies pitching me much anymore. Cause it kind of got redundant. I have the same entrepreneur on here telling the same story and they have all the same answers. But then I read her bio and I went to her website and I watched her video and I reviewed her book and man, it's just great stuff. And so today I have Taru Clavel with me and Taru is an education specialist. And this really rings true to me because as most of you know, I've been a professional trainer since I was, I don't know, 25, 26 years old at Texas Instruments here. And then I went on to teach martial arts for 20 some odd years as well. So teaching, although I don't teach formally, uh, teaching is my profession to a certain degree. Training, teaching, to me, they're fairly synonymous. Uh, maybe there's a differentiation that Taru could point out for me. <laughs> but uh, her education credentials far exceed mine. So uh, let's go ahead and talk to Taru and let her kind of share her background and her story and maybe what motivated her to choose this path for her life. So, Taru, welcome to the show. And there's one thing missing here, unless, Eric, did I miss it? What path is he talking about? <laughs> right. That was right. it. And what it is, this is what I, I, uh, I, Eric said it the one week. I think it's the curse of knowledge because yes. the one thing you didn't mention was the title of her book. And had you done that? 
this conversation would have made sense from the the minute out of the gate because the whole literally like the first ten minutes I'm like, wait, why is she here again? But if you'd said she's the author of the book, one mother's or world class, one mother's journey halfway around the globe in search of the best education for her children, I would have known why she's on the show and and everything that you guys were talking about would have context. But I was literally for like the first twelve minutes going. Okay, because you mentioned Texas Instrument, and I'm like, oh, is this an IT show? Maybe they're going to get into talking some IT stuff and Cisco switching and whatever else you're going to do. I don't know. But first, we're going to take this little tangent to education, and I kept waiting for you to come out of education because I didn't know what the show was about. So finally, like at 18 minutes, you, you I forget what you said. It's not in the notes, but you did something, and I was like, oh, this is actually just an education show. So I was really, for the first part, I don't know, Eric, did you have any kind of like confusion like that or? Yeah, it, it's that curse of knowledge that, that Dave mentioned. It, it's almost the danger of doing too much research because trying to step back and be a listener who doesn't know Teru from a hole in the wall and then trying to explain what you need to know to understand what her superpower is and what we're talking about today. It's a, it's a difficult thing. It's almost too much research on her before we started. The thing I did love about this right here, uh, even though I could hear that she was on the line, I felt like you were talking directly to me throughout the show. You, you do use a lot of, Hey everybody. And you know, like you're on stage in front of that crowd, but right here, this particular segment, you talked directly to me. It was very one-on-one. I was the third person in your conversation and if you could do more of this throughout the show and include me kind of in that conversation, you know, just kind of turn to me and say, you know what Teru's talking about right here is uh, in her book. She mentions that, that, and the other thing. And then you go back and ask her a question. You do it perfectly right here. I thought, I thought that that part of this segment here was spot on. And I love the way you did it. It was just a little too, a little too broad as we were going into our questioning of her. The other thing I noticed, which is kind of a good thing, and I, I was, I'll be interested to hear Eric's take on this. It seems like every time uh, the guest ask, answers a question, you answer with a story, which on one hand is good because the audience wants to get to know you too, but you actually had one story that was somewhat off topic, and well, let me just play it. Never got I don't happen. understand what that means, a full year. There was like less than five. No, see, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm not okay. sure exactly what the number was of the senior class the next year, but uh -huh. I, overall, the entire school shut down. So the whole you started off with a big story about your school and we learned a lot about uh, about your school. And I was kind of like, so on one hand, I love the conversation. This is not the question. Number one, tell us a little bit about yourself. Question number two, <laughs> it wasn't that. But right. the beginning had a big chunk of the initial part of the interview was tell us why you took this path. And then you answered with this big, long like story about your school. And I was like, hmm. And then when she got confused, I was like, yeah, I'm again, you've got to remember, I was confused for like the first 14 minutes. And that was one of the ones I'm like, OK, so I don't know what your thoughts on this, Eric, or. 
Yeah, I thought I I love the way that you share things about yourself yeah. during the interview. That's the way people get to know you and they love you as the host. And they, you know, it's my buddy Larry interviewing all these really cool, interesting people. You know, I got to learn that you lived in Dallas and that you that you have kids and, you know, you don't go outside your five mile radius. I thought that was pretty awesome. You know, just little things like that. We get to we get to learn the nuances about you. And I loved that part of the show. But as the show went on, you almost got a little too comfortable with her. And then you started telling stories rather than, and then all of a sudden she starts asking you questions and you're answering the, like the interview flipped, right? So now she's doing the interview of you. I mean, there was one time that you were on, you, you were on a roll. You went for like two minutes and then she finally interrupted you with part of her answer. So we need to find the balance there, Larry. We need to find the balance of you sharing your story with us because we love you and we want to get to know more about you, but add a little bit of it and let it roll into a question. There were a lot of times where you just told your story and you stopped and she didn't really know where to go. So find a way to give me a little bit of that and then roll it into a question. You know, if you were telling me, you know, I graduated with a, a class of five people, <laughs> like, you know, it was, it was a private school. It was a K through 12 when you were in China, were there many classrooms like that or were they all these big 45-person classes and 3,000 graduating students or something like that? Let it roll into a question. Let it lead somewhere. Don't stop telling me about yourself because I want to know those things, but uh, spend a little more time listening to her answers, add a little bit of you in there and let it roll in to keep the momentum of the interview moving forward. Yeah, I've got a, a a quick example of that. In direct contrast to what you see in the Asian cultures, whether it's in China or in Japan, structure is uniform throughout both countries. Now, I'm speaking just on um, assumptions and from what I've read and seen and, and, and studied in that regard, because obviously I've never been out of my five mile circle. But um, <laughs> no, no. But what you're saying, I mean. So I'm sure she just kind of seen videos. Of I the think kids, that might have been the you one know. you were talking about where she kind of interrupted. Here's another quick example. And we've gotten soft in so many areas and it all starts with the way we're training our children. That's not a question. That's how you <laughs> no, ended that statement. Yeah. Yeah. So now, here's the thing, Larry. The, the, another problem uh, with with this particular interview is that you are so passionate about yeah. it. Like you are so over the top, like there's no, huh, I wonder which side of the fence Larry's on in this conversation. Like that doesn't happen. Like it's, you definitely have a side of the road that you've staked your claim to and your, your passion and you want to talk about it. So that makes, that makes it even more challenging for you to, to conduct an interview about this subject matter because you have such a strong opinion about it. Personally crafted as the name of this file, and I have no idea. So we'll find out together. I don't think children should have oh. a, a personally crafted curriculum on technology because, frankly, when in life do we get to decide everything we want to do? And, and we look at a failure to launch for a lot of these kids these days. And, you know, they're not learning to fail, to be resilient, to be, you know, just sometimes you got to do what you don't want to do. Right. And, and they don't have to these days. They don't and, have to. There, there and, is and it, nothing in place to say, this is your path. You're going exactly. this way. And, it, and it's, the, and it's, yeah. And I, and, and, and it's, I just saw a recent post on Instagram 
and and a lot of people like this. It was it was on some kind of a hashtag parenting kind of a thing. How yeah, we're so nice to our kids these days. They can take a test multiple times until they pass. And isn't that a beautiful thing? So that's the reason I have that clip. That's when she got my attention that she said, hey, look, I'm going to say something that's not popular right now. Or I forget how she started that. But I was like, oh, cool. This is somebody willing to stand up with an opinion. And that's to me when I was like, oh, now now we're getting into some meat and potatoes. So uh, I thought that was a, a great clip. And then I have another little I think it's a short one. You've got me on a soapbox. <laughs> oh gosh! Well, it's I, you know, and it, you know, it, it, it was working great, but you know, unfortunately, many people talk about the millennial generation as kind of this lost generation, and it's really hard to employ them, and they go straight to the boss, and like that, the boss is boss kind of a thing, and right, and at the same time, I have a lot of sympathy for them because look at the way we're educating them. Exactly. Exactly. And it's it's so difficult to understand. And, you know, I I came from a house that was severely disciplined. And when I say severe, you know, dad, he loved a belt and he loved for for some reason attaching it to my behind. (laughs) So, uh, again, she entered her she entered her answer and you went into a story, which was fine. The one thing I was dying to hear was. You you guys were like, this is what's wrong, and this is what's wrong, and this is what's wrong. I never heard anybody suggest, well, how do we fix this? Or anything like that. I was just kind of... Parts of the Asian culture that we could take and implement here in the United States was kind of the the bridge I was hoping we would cross because she had spent so much time over there and had her kids in school over there and uh, knew the inner workings of their school system. And I was hoping that she would kind of say what the United States school systems need to do and is implement A, B, and C and make it happen. As an interviewer, keep your ears open for opportunities like this right here. When you hear your guest really get passionate about a particular answer or they start telling stories about a particular thing, find ways to keep that line of questioning going. Find great follow-up questions that keep her in that zone because that's when she starts uh, piquing the attention of the the listening audience. When she starts getting fired up like that and starts talking about, well, this may not be controversial, but I'm going to say it anyway. Great. Let's just keep poking at her and keep getting her to go down that road and talk about that. Because that's where her passion lies. She's going to start giving you stories and passionate answers rather than just, you know, the same answer she's given every other interviewer. You're finally uncovering something that she really wants to talk about. Yeah. You actually did a good job of that. She talked about how she got lost in a city and she was explaining how when you're lost over there, you're, you're lost because you don't know the language and this and that. And I think your follow-up question was like, that must've been very scary. And I was like, that's a good, cause it, got, it led her to a story. She that was, was like, great. And she's like, oh, yeah, she goes, the GPS is out. Like when you're lost there, you you are literally you have no clue where you are. And I was like, wow, that was a good follow. So it led to a a cool story that way. I loved, Larry, when you said, like, uh, I don't even know if your kids were with you. How would you even take your kids with you on a bike like that? that I don't even know how that would work. Like, that was great. Like, that's because that's what I was thinking. You're on a bike like well, you just throw the kids in the basket. What do we do? Like you got saddlebags, one for each one of them. I don't understand. It seemed like you guys really got stuck on the fact that it should be, you get one chance to pass a test. I just have in my notes that you hit that, like you beat that dog three times 
And I was like, and I just put in here, yeah, we got it. <laughs> My other question was, did you get a chance to read her book at all? Because I realize sometimes when it's from an agency, they don't give you enough time. Uh, I read excerpts, but I didn't have time to read the entire thing. The The next clip is, and this is towards the end of the, the show, <laughs> is she finally gets to her book. So this is the first time we've really heard about the book. And it's about how I raised my kids in the public schools of Hong Kong, Shanghai, Tokyo, and then California. When she said that, like, I cannot explain the light bulb that went off in my head. Because you got to realize you never said the beginning of the book. You never really talked about it. You didn't even say the title. So when she said, my book is about this, and I was like, oh, that's why. Okay. So that was just one. Again, I would have kind of done that. I thought you did a really good job because poor you, you had a problem in the middle. Um, Larry, you, you, you've bent over. Have I lost you? I fell asleep. No, I fell asleep. I'm sorry. You're just like, uh, no, I know. I'm kidding. I know he fell asleep. I'm <laughs> no. sorry, listeners. I put Larry to sleep. So I no, hope I haven't put you no. all to sleep. My sinuses were going crazy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to do something. So I'm just going to bend over. Oh, and I didn't leave it in there. You did a great job. Cause you said, meanwhile, back at your book. And I thought that was great that you kind of had to, you know, you, what are you going to do? You're recording an interview. You got to do what you got to do with your thing. I, it, <laughs> I thought it was great that she kept going. Like yeah. you all of a sudden walked away from the interview and she's like, okay, I guess I got the show myself now. All right. Yeah. I just, you know, and, and I, I'm not interjecting much tonight because I'm, I'm listening and yeah. I don't want to interrupt too often, uh, but it, I, I, I just try to keep things as lighthearted and as conversational as possible. And if I make a mistake like that, that wasn't even a mistake. That was uh, something has to be done or it's going to be a mistake on video. Right. And, <laughs> and we had to address it immediately, but it, the, you know, those types of things, I guess happen and you just kind of either go with it and edit it out or you, you leave it in there for, for the opportunity to be genuine and relatable is yeah. what, my thought process there. But well, that was yeah. my original thought was why didn't he edit this out? And it's because she kept calling back to it. And if you'd edited out the original version, <laughs> right. where all of a sudden she's like, well, yeah, you and your sinuses, it wouldn't have made any sense. Because that was my right. original thing was like, why did he leave that in there? And then like five minutes later, she does a call back. And I'm like, oh, that's why he left it in there. And then she did it again. I'm like, yep, there's no way he's going to edit that out now. Larry, most of the time when we uh, review interview sort of podcasts, we're on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. We're trying to get people to be more conversational, yeah. to be more lighthearted, to to stop reading the questions off the sheet and actually have a conversation with somebody you're on the opposite end of the spectrum. You you're full on conversational. All yeah. we want to, all we want to do now is tight. I would much rather ha take a guy like you and try and tighten it up a little bit than try and light a fire under somebody's butt and get them to be more conversational. You are in a much better position than most people because you have that, that warm, fuzzy, conversational feel like you could talk with anybody. You're the kind of guy that walks into the bar and the first person you see, you all of a sudden sit down on your best friends by the time you walk out, regardless of who it is. We just need to tighten it up a little bit. You know, there's a reason your guest is on. Let's figure out a way to make them the star and make them shine while still interjecting a little bit of you. I don't want to pull you all the way back. Mm -hmm. I just want to pull you back a little bit, yeah. just enough to make the, the guest the star and still be the, the, the lovable Larry that we know and love. I, I wouldn't be here tonight if I didn't want to grow. So yeah, I'm, I'm very open and receptive to any advice that you have. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of good stuff here. The, oh, the things that we're giving you are, let's just, 
let's just peel away a little bit of the 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 rough edges and and what we have left is great we don't have to go get more clay and try and put it on this thing and and make it something it's not we just need to kind of sculpt it a little bit more uh, because you have a great foundation here to take this interview and and if you just tweak it here and there all of a sudden you're off to the races well the, like i said the the thing i i unfortunately cut out at the end of that clip is you did a great job of steering her right back to let's go back to the book because she paid it you know she was pointing out the fact that you had, had left and i thought it was great that you just steered it right back to hey let's go back to talking about your book Here's another quick clip in this. I kind of mentioned this earlier. I, I, honestly, I'm, I'm very thankful that you're with me today. It was great talking to you and I could go on and on and on and on and on, but I'd probably just end up sounding like a broken record. So, and at that point, because you guys had kind of hit that same point over and over and over, I was kind of like, well, it, for me, it, it was a little bit of a, it, cause to me, I don't really know much about her book besides the fact that, you know, we we let our kids get away with murder, you know, but I was like, is there more to the book? I don't know. Uh, and here she finally plugs her book. And this is where uh, if you if you can remember, because some people on one hand, you kind of don't want to let them plug their book because like it's a 20 minute podcast and another 10 minutes is them, you know, hey, go ahead and just tell everybody about your book is sometimes the question you really regret asking. So if you can kind of do a hey. You know, we've been talking with Eric Newsom. Uh, his book is Make Noise, A Creator's Guide to Podcasting and Great Audio Storytelling. You can find that at Amazon or you can find it in our show notes at readilyrandom.com, et cetera, et cetera. And instead, she kind of did that. Thank it's you so good. very much. We won't lose the message in the laughter here. So, again, everybody buy you. and read World Class. Yes. It's, a, it's a fun book. Yes. Um, yeah. And find me because uh, even if you don't like what I'm saying, reach out to me. I love having these conversations. And really, my, my goal is to help our next generation be as empowered as possible. And I think it was more the way she said that. Like kind of like, hey, before we leave, like <laughs> somebody buy my book. Dang it. Uh, so, yeah, earlier, earlier there, when you finally got to the book, you said, tell us about your book and all that fun stuff. And you just kind of let her run with it. Yeah. And away she went. Two things there was very generic. Sounded like you didn't do your homework. You know, it sounded like you hadn't read it. So, Dave, apparently you got a book or something like tell us, <laughs> tell us what you got there. You know, it's like so it was just kind of a brush off. And then the second thing was it was generic and it just let her do whatever she wanted to do. I would, I would mention the title of the book and then ask a specific question about it. You know, it's like, uh, you know, what was the most difficult part about writing the book or what surprised you most about writing the book or how much are your children in the book or something, something specific that would make people want to go read it through the entire episode. That's kind of my takeaway for you is I don't want you to follow a list of questions, but I do want to see you tighten up your questions to be specific. When you, when you asked her questions that got her to tell stories about the time she was lost on her bike and with no GPS and things like that, that's where the, where the episode really started to come to life because you were asking specific questions about specific points of time in her life. Like you talked a lot about when she went over to, China, I think it was for the first, you said, did you speak, uh, 
Mandarin or Cantonese or what? And she goes, no, I didn't speak any, either, any of it. Like I just went there and, and a lot of them spoke. And she started telling the story about that. That's when it really, you were specific in your question because you were listening to what she was saying. You were asking solid follow-up questions and she started telling us stories. When you, when you say, tell us about your book and all that fun stuff, it's really generic and it, and the conversation loses its momentum in its direction. The takeaway of the book I just mentioned, Make Noise by Eric Newsom, he said, when you have a guest, ask yourself, what's the one piece of information that I can only get from this person? And I was like, man, that's a really good uh, strategy. It's hard sometimes when you get the stuff from the agency because they don't always paint the the most vivid picture of uh, of the guest. And then uh, here's how we uh, we wrapped it up. Yeah, Tarun, thank, thank you. you so much. Give me just a second. I'll be right back with you, okay? All right. Hey, everybody. It's been another awesome episode of the Readily Random Podcast. We had some good laughs today at, uh, well, my expense, but they're usually at my expense, so that's cool. But uh, anyhow, thank you once again for listening. Pick up Drew's book. We'll do it again next week. Take care. Bye-bye. I like that tune. Dave hates music for the sake no, of music. I like no, that song. That, that I don't had, know what it is, but I like it. That had lyrics, at least. What drives me nuts is <laughs> instrumental. Just, you know, hey, thanks for coming to the show. <laughs> 20 seconds of this for nothing. You know, like, oh, geez, I can't take it. No, that had lyrics. Sixth uh, floor, lingerie, yeah, housewares. Yeah, and, it, and about the time I was like, okay, it's enough of that. And But also... The guy saying larger than life. And that, again, if you had thrown that into the description, then people would go, oh, that. Yeah, I didn't make that connection. Yeah, see, I I just like the song. Yeah. (laughs) The song is what was the foundation for the description, part of the description of the show, at least that that particular line in the description. So I just. Awesome. Two things about the uh, about the ending there. One, uh, the hang on, I'll be right back with you part. I would have edited that out. It just it's it's very old school radio sort of thing when you're putting somebody on hold uh, to podcast that she doesn't have to hold on. You can edit that out. And the other thing was there wasn't really a, a call to action here. Uh, you got a great website. Send people over to it. Like if you want to know more about me and, and what I do, head over to readily and and check it out. The only call to action was pick up Taru's book. You didn't even give the title. You just, hey, go get her book. Like, I think we mentioned the title one time the entire episode. Yeah. Go get her. I don't even know how to spell her name, let alone go get her book. Like, yeah, it's, it's again, we've kind of gone the opposite. Usually we're trying to pull people out of their shells. And usually we have people with literally 13 calls to action at the end of their show. Follow me on Twitter. Don't forget Facebook. Yeah. Oh, and if you want me to come clean your car, I'll do that too. <laughs> Rate and review me, please. <laughs> yes, right. on, on Stitcher and iTunes and in Podchaser. Yes. Uh, you're like, hey, thanks so much. Robert's out. <laughs> uh, that's it. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Larry's like, I got to pee. See ya. So it's a great, because you do have some services that you're offering. And listen to that. that interview, I did not though. Those are everything that you see there. The the two articles that uh, I've written, those are brand new. Those are only a few weeks old. Uh, the pod graphics and some of the other stuff that I do that. That, uh, that explains uh, a lot then. Yeah. 
Got it. So speaking of that, let's. Well, uh, then maybe you should have said follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> and don't forget to like. <laughs> it had all those call to action, right? Yeah, right. Well, at least some way to get a hold of you. You want to be on the show? Email me, or you know something like that. I would just. A lot of podcasters let the conversation end when the episode's over. And my suggestion to you is, is let them continue that conversation with you in some way. You know, if you want to know more about Taru and what she does, hit up the show notes on the website. Or if you want to be a guest on the show, shoot me an email. Or if, uh, you know, if you want a psychic reading, you know, if you want my recommendation, whatever, Uh, you know, send, send smoke signals. But just some way to connect with you to continue the conversation Rather than just, uh, you know, you, you don't even give me a, a tease of why to come next week. You just say, we'll do it all again next week. See ya. You know, if you would have said, hey, uh, next week on the show, we're going to be interviewing uh, Miles Jones. He's a hypnotist and magician, and he's been able to uh, cure people of the fear of the dark for 10 years. And we're talking to him next week. Come see us. You know, at least it's a call to action to come back next week rather than we'll do it all again next week. I'm out. So that, that it really doesn't, it, I'm just left, you know, okay, Larry, see ya. Bye. When in doubt, uh, subscribe to the show at our website, readilyrandom.com, tell a friend, things like that. But like I say, it was a nice refreshing change. If we take a look at your website, readilyrandom.com, Eric, I'll let you go first. What were your thoughts on the website? I love the look of the website. I love the uh, dynamic feel of it. I love the clean feel. Uh, I I really dislike websites that have uh, just a lot of clutter on them that look like Yahoo. I like the the way yours is laid out. Uh, as you scroll down, I love the dynamic aspect of it. Uh, I love the clean menus up top. Things are really easy to find. Uh, I appreciated that about it. Um, what I'd like to see on the website is a little more about you. You have that paragraph there on the homepage that tells us a little bit about you. Uh, you mentioned the fact that you were a bit of a comic, but you didn't get deep into that. I'd love to know a little bit more about you. I think I found out more about you listening to this one particular episode than I do reading your page. You have a, a fascinating background from Texas Instruments to private school to stand-up comic. Um, I'd like to see more of that about you. Uh, you offer some some podcast resources. I'd like to see a little something on there that, that explains to people what makes you uh, a credible podcast consultant. Like what, what is uh what is your background and um, why should, why are you to train me? Is it because you have a hundred episodes or because you've worked with certain people, things like that. There's a, a course that you're offering and the countdown counter on the uh, course is at zero. So I don't know if the course is still available or what the price is or what that deal is. Oh, see, I must have changed that too, because now the course goes directly to you to me. And well, well, you may have clicked on the header there of the ad. Yeah. That takes you to my course as well on you to me. Click on the course there, Dave. Where does that go? Ah, okay. Different page. Yeah. Yeah. See right here for a limited time. Enjoy special nine 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 pricing. Zero. It was limited. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, so now I don't know what it does. Now, so now it, does that mean that, that I can't buy it anymore because it's at zeros? Because the zeros are on a couple times. Like there's yeah, another zero. You're, you're probably there four times. I think the countdown is there for pricing and yeah. 
there's three, uh, maybe four. Yeah. Well, here it comes four. It might be five. I don't know. <laughs> I like the, the motions in the background here. I thought that was well done. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. The way the wallpaper graphics work, I thought was really cool. I'm like, dang, how does he do that? I'd like to steal that plugin. You know, you do obviously graphics. I saw on here there was um, I forget where that is. Oh, that's the one thing I want to point out. When I go to this page, I'm mm-hmm. I'm stranded. I cannot get back to your oh, website. And that was by design. My course coach said, "Don't give a back button on that page because it's an inf- the only place you want them to go is to the course." That makes sense. I would just yeah. If you're if you're giving this direct URL, yeah, you want them to get here, and this is the only place you want them to go. What I might recommend you do is you you uh, duplicate that page with a hidden URL mm-hmm. that has that has no menu buttons on the top. So when you say if you're if you're looking for the the I forget what you call the course. If you're looking for the podcast course, go to podcastcourse.com and it takes them it redirects them right to that page there. So then they can't get out of it. But if they come to readily random podcast homepage and they click on course and they go to that page, they've already been here to the homepage. So you're not fooling them. You're just sending them into a trap. So you might, you might um, duplicate the page. So one of them has the menus and one of them doesn't. Yeah. I I thought this was cool here. Your pod graphics page, uh, just kind of showing off some of your chops. Yeah, because, boy, when you click on these, they look great. I love the cartoon-looking one. That's mine. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so the only thing that I thought of that is somewhat missing, there's no search box. So the the episode we listened to, this was we, we scheduled this like before Christmas. Right, so, right. Um, so it's been a while. So when I went to find this particular episode – it was a little hard and I was like, Oh, there's gotta be a search box somewhere where I could type in her name. And there, there wasn't. And that was the only thing that I was kind of like, uh, uh, and, and I'm with Eric. I'm, it took me a second to figure out, Oh, I'm on the about page. Cause I'm used to seeing an about page. And so I'm like, well, where's the about page. And then as I scroll down, I'm like, Oh, you're on it. Um, and <laughs> like, it's the homepage. Yeah. And that's usually where I have, since this is primarily a podcast page, the first paragraph would be, which exactly what you have the about, here's the about of the, here's what you're going to get on the show, that kind of thing. And then a little about the host. And that's where you could start plugging your nut. You know, I've worked here. I've done this. I've written for uh, the podcast business journal. I've designed things for podcast movement, blah, blah, blah. That whole matter. Yeah, if, if you're not looking at Larry's website, the introduction part of the episode that we were talking about that Larry should add is right here. It's the first paragraph on the homepage of the website. So we can just take that and plug that into the podcast. Then we kind of cross the bridge and tie the two together nicely. But uh, I'm with Eric. I I was like, well, that's a pretty cool website. So nice job on that. And uh, I know you're using Beaver Builder. I saw that at the bottom and I was like, yep, that's I've seen that on a few sites. And I go, wow, this sounds wrong. It does a little (laughs) bit. It it does go wrong, but it's so right. Well, as you mentioned, you've been kind of quiet and you've been just taking notes and we we appreciate that. But we are always here. Do you have any questions now that we're kind of through the review? Any questions you'd like to ask us or? I don't know that, of course, I have justifications for everything that I do, and I can make excuses for everything that you pointed out, but that's not what I'm here for tonight. I'm here to learn. I'm here to take your advice and Eric's advice 
and, and, and learn from it and grow from it. And that's, that was the whole, uh, I looked at this as an opportunity to do just that. And if it's at my expense somewhat, and even if you got to don't make excuses, just get it done is kind of how it amount is what it amounts to. So that's where I'm at. I, I really don't have any questions uh, at this stage of the game. Uh, I know I'll see you guys at conferences and then I know how to get a hold of both of you and you might charge me for the next time we talk, but Hey, that's all right. <laughs> well, and the thing to remember, Larry, is that it's all opinions, right? That's yeah. the thing that makes podcasting great is you do it your way and your way's your way. So we're just giving you some, some pointers on how you might brush it up. Some outside opinions because we're not sitting in the studio with you. Exactly. Seeing, and we don't know how the sausage is cooked. Take what we give you for what it's worth. And uh, it's worth its weight in gold, honestly. And everything that you said is very, very valid. And I will work to make uh, most of the changes that came up today. Um, and I don't know which one I wouldn't make off the top of my head. I'm going to have to listen to the episode again and again, because you know, I, I I'm not going to release this by any means, but I, I recorded it for my own posterity. Well, and the thing is, you know, a lot of people say, how do I get more people to listen to my, how do how do I get more engagement? And the biggest way, the best way to do it is have a better personality to have, have a unique personality that attracts people. And that's what you have. You have something there that I, that people can't teach you. It's very difficult to say, be more likable and have a better personality, like be funnier. Like it's, it's tough to do. I can't, I don't have the, that magic serum. So the fact that you come factory installed uh, is that that's a benefit that you have amongst everybody else. It's, it's like a comic, right? When you get up on stage in front of an open mic night, uh, you're going to bomb. And you're going to bomb and you're going to bomb again until you learn what jokes work and what jokes don't and how to really write a joke and what the timing is like. Some people just don't have timing and you can't teach them timing. And, uh, and some people have impeccable timing and that's just like personality. You have something that, that God gave you and you're making great use of it. So rock and roll. And and I, I agree a hundred percent on what you just said there with the personality being the kicker. Cause I've been trying to grow the podcast for two and a half years now. Right. And it was about the same amount of time on the first podcast, but since I, and this is new, I just started doing this. When was it? November, end of November. So I think I've already sent you the episode even prior to then I started going live on Facebook literally every night. Perfect. And the engage it's for 10 minutes. You'll see the episodes are on the front page, 10 minutes in. That's just a live audio extract from my Facebook feed. It has an intro and an outro. It has everything that you want to, all that good stuff. And it's 10 to maybe 15 minutes. Sometimes I get on a, on a ter- tangent and it's just me. There's no interviews. It's just me. Yeah. So, uh, I interact with guests that come on the show or, you know, guests that come on in the comments and that sort of thing. And I've seen engagement go through the roof. Well, since that's, I started. that's the thing when, so many people are like, oh, do I do a solo show or an interview show? And a solo show, it builds your relationship with your audience because you're talking to that one person. When you do an interview show, you're building your network. So you, you kind of need both. And it's great if you can do that. I was going to ask about that because I saw where you have it's it's this. Is it the same show? The 10 minute with I saw a lot of those episodes Ten minutes in. And the reason you see so many of them is because they're daily episodes. Uh, so it. And and the whole concept there was I wanted to start going live every night and I only wanted to do it for, I wanted to get my 10 minutes in. And so that's why I started calling it 10 minutes in and I jump on Facebook every night. I have people that 
I don't even know that join me almost every night. Uh, of course, I have people that I do know that join me almost every night as well. Do you do it at the same time every night? I try to do it every night at six unless I have a podcast. Then I let them know ahead of time the previous day, my schedule for the next night. Okay. So I tell them when I'm going to be there. But now as far as call to actions go, I do throw some call to actions on 10 minutes in, especially the newer episodes where I'm right. saying, turn on your notifications so you know when I'm here because sometimes I get busy and I have to miss a particular time slot, but uh, I'll be here eventually. So hang on. Uh, is that particular, those episodes, are those still in the same line of inspiring stories? And is it kind of the same content as just without a guest or uh, it, it can, it can be it, again, this, this still falls right off into my randomness and maybe I need to tweak it some. And this again, been doing this two months. So I'm, I'm still trying to find the, the right fit for this particular approach. But occasionally I talk podcasting uh, a lot of time. you know, I, of course I had to mention Kobe the other day, um, mm-hmm. My displeasure with the way the media handled this and that. And I'll talk about current events. I've talked about this day in history. Uh, just, hey, here I am. And you guys hit me up. Let's have a conversation. Let's just hang out and spend some time together. And that's that's really the gist of it. Get to know me. Spend some time with me. If you dig it, check it out on the website. Check it out on the, uh, you know, so, uh, subscribe to the podcast and and go from there. And then if I do anything of note in the podcast community, like writing for for PBJ there uh, or, or get booked to do something, then I mentioned that as well. So my spider senses tingle when I hear people get super random because a lot of times I'm dealing with people that go hyper niche and they have a, a smaller audience, but a rabbit audience because, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're talking about 1960 Superman uh, where when you go super random, it's it's hard sometimes like, oh, well, I'm looking for people that love French toast and hot rod cars and <laughs> and speak Mandarin, you know, and it's like it's a little too random. So that would be my only kind of like I love the fact that, you know, you can talk about so many different topics. Just don't get too random, although it's in your name, you know, so you might be attracting people that like a little bit of everything. I always have that to fall back on, but it's, it's getting to be basically a crutch is what it has evolved into. And it makes it very, very difficult to carve out your piece of the podcasting pie if you're not niched. And I've learned that the hard way. I was like, I don't need to be niche. Look at Joe Rogan. Right. Everybody says they want to be Joe. I know I'm not. <laughs> well, so, I was, was going to say, remember, Joe Rogan started off yeah. as a comedian. He's been on TV. Yes. Like, he, he didn't just show up I, one day I, and turn on a mic. I preach the exact same sermon you're preaching there. I yeah. promise you every time his name comes up, but really the, the 10 minutes in isn't necessarily the podcast per se. It's me. It's just me. Get to know me, hang out with me. If you like me, you like my personality. More of that is, is, is has been uh, transitioned into readily random with the latest, some of the latest episodes, some more higher energy. Now that my voice is back to normal yeah. months, um, and maybe I'm a little over the top. You think I was over the top in this episode. You should hear last week's episode <laughs> over the top that in the 10 minutes in, that's, what's going to attract people to it. That yeah. people are coming to that for your personality. Give it to them. Don't hold back. Yeah. yeah and that's, that's all it's for, you know, Christmas, I did Christmas theme stuff. I wore stupid reindeer ears and just, you name it, anything, any gimmicky kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, but, absolutely. Now, is this on YouTube or? Cause when you're saying like I wore, I wore, 
Okay, Facebook. Okay. I said, yeah, Facebook Live. Okay. Now, I, I have downloaded the episodes from Facebook. I use Parallels to download the video. Yeah. Uh, and just repurposing all of those videos is kind of what we were talking about before we started the show tonight was, was video pr- production and how difficult it is. Uh, doing overlays on those videos and prepping them for Facebook distribution uh, has been a bit of a challenge. It's just so time-consuming. Yeah. That- That's the other thing I didn't mention. Your audio sounded great. Oh, thank um, you. your volume levels are great, you know, both it, sides. Yeah. So uh, how did you record this? Was it just over Skype uh, or Zoom or that one was probably Zoom because I know it was a transition there where I used to use Skype. I hate Skype. It compresses the audio too much, yada, yada. Yeah. But I, I recorded it locally using a mixer and that was a high LPR 40 mic. Um, now I use a, a roadcaster and the Shure SM7B. Uh, so that makes things sound, I think, even better, to be honest with you. But I appreciate the compliment on that particular audio because it was I, I use Audacity to record it locally as well. So that's what I was using. There you go. And, uh, it works just fine, you know, and it, it's easy to edit and ready to go. Well, Eric, where can people find you? Find me over at podcasttalentcoach.com. Anytime you'd like, all my stuff's right there for you. And Larry, where can people find you? Readilyrandom.com. You can find me at schoolofpodcasting.com. And if you would like to, uh, Larry's got the seat warmed up for you. If you'd like to have your show reviewed, just go over to podcastreviewshow.com slash review me. So thanks for listening. we see you again real soon with another episode of the Podcast Review Show. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time. Hey, it's Dave. Thanks for sticking around here. Again, this is not the norm, but we've kind of got a time-sensitive issue here because this webinar is March 21st about book launch secrets. It's myself and Thomas Umstadt, and then he's going to talk about this course. And it's going to basically go over everything you need to know about launching your book. And you'll learn proven principles and methods to help your next book or get your first book off the ground like a rocket. Thomas, the same way that I live and breathe podcasting, Thomas lives and breathes books. And then what's beautiful about it is his kind of mentor, James L. Rubart, It's kind of like getting Han Solo and Yoda at the same time. And the reason I think this is so important is this is the last time they're teaching this course. Now, the webinar you're signing up for, absolutely free, and you're going to walk away with a lot of great ideas and an offer. We're not going to lie to you. They're going to talk to you and ask you to take this course. But there's so much value in just the free webinar. I wanted to let you know that it's going on. And it's happening very, very soon, March 21st. Look at the calendar. Yeah, that's like, holy cow, it's coming right up. All you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. That's schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. I can't wait to see you there.